So it's another episode of Guitar Wankers, and uh, we're trying something new. We're talking about uh, issues related to the playing of guitar and guitar music and so on. Uh, of course, I'm Asher Black. This is Barry Gilman of GuitarRealm.com, where you can join a community of other guitar players, take lessons, uh, get access to video lessons, take live lessons, that sort of thing. Barry's the expert here. I'm more of a uh, of an amateur, uh, but we're we're both wankers. We have that in common. We like to wank. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. so, Barry, <laughs> I think uh, we're here today to talk about uh, out with the old, uh, like do, uh, these movements that tend to reject some previous form of music uh, in the name of embracing a new one. Uh, so and and whether that's cool or what mm -hmm. we think about that. Um, mm. So I'll, I'll kick off and say, look, you know, when I was yeah. growing up uh, in in uh, the 70s and 80s, the punks, uh, the original punk movement was pretty hard on the Beatles and progressive rock. But I mean, like the Beatles, they love to throw stones at them, you know, and they, they sort of had a point sometimes, you know, like when Joe Strummer was kind of critiquing the guy that did nothing but come on stage in a flowing gown and play the organ, you know, for an hour, mm -hmm. like, you know, he kind of had a point that, that it had reached its apex and something new needed to break forth. But I remember mm -hmm. watching interviews of those guys and they, they were throwing a lot of crap at the Beatles and saying, you know, hey, okay. uh, that stuff's a bunch of just sugar pop and stuff like that. We're going to sing about something important, etc. And uh, don't get me wrong, I like The Clash, but I never re had felt like I had to reject The Beatles or Rush or Pink Floyd or Emerson, Lake and Palmer in order to listen mm. to some Clash or some Dead Kennedys or anything like that. Uh, what are you seeing in this yeah. area? Well, I'm, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit guilty of that. Like, I, I went through a bit of a phase when I was a teenager and um, I was listening to a lot of uh, Pantera and um they they had this album called the great southern trend kill and i was so fixated on um you know uh being a trendy yeah trendy i don't know if you, have you i don't know in south africa they've got this word trendy where it's like you i get what always, you mean it's like hipster yeah, here <laughs> is it hipster there right okay so, yeah so, you're on whatever was happening yeah, right there if, if your neighbor's got uh you know whatever Nike Jordan all of a sudden you have to have it because you're a trendy right you have yeah. to you have to keep up with the Joneses all the time so um musically uh they were talking about the great southern train kill right um so that their perspective is that no like you know, you, you stay the way you are and you don't change and you, you know, well, that's what I got from that as a young, as a youngster, you know, as a teenager. Um, so yeah, I'm guilty of that. Uh, just, um, you know, being locked into one mindset. I mean, at one stage I couldn't even listen to anything with uh, melody cause I was so into the screaming, you know, but it was just for a couple of years. I was young. Um, and then eventually, like now, now I really need melody in my music. So um, now you're uh, old, uh, and somebody's uh, rejecting yeah. what you like. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, so. I, uh, I, when I was coming up, I remember that uh, you know a couple of things came out that people uh, justifiably threw a lot of crap at, like you know, uh, in the '90s. Now, of course, I was a young man then, but uh, you know, Kenny G became popular. 
And there were a lot of guys uh, pointing out, you know, this isn't jazz. And personally, I agree with them. That, that's not jazz, man. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Miles Davis is jazz. But, you know, even Miles Davis moved on, you know, to a point where I didn't like his music. Like when he started doing that the bebop type of jazz, I really hated that mm-hmm. stuff. I still hate that stuff. And I, mm-hmm. I like, uh, you know, and people would be critical. Oh, you like the old fashioned jazz or you like smooth jazz or coffee table jazz or whatever. And it's like, that's not true. Was Miles Davis cool when, you know, in the first few years when he did it or, or was he not, you know? And, and uh, mm-hmm. how do you think he got to the point? I don't have to like everything he did, but he constantly pushed the envelope and tried something new. How do, how do you think he got to the point where he started doing that bebop stuff it's partly because he put in the time and the effort and explored uh the roots of the music um that he he came up in and that's kind of the point i want to make is that i like music any kind of music that has two things uh i i need a melody too most of the time but i can listen to some discordant music you know but Mm. most of the time it's that it's authentic uh, and that it has roots. And when I say authentic, I mean you're not just uh, trying to ride the wave of a current trend and create a clone of something. Hey, there's shoegazer music now. It's really hot. It's really important. Let's do some shoegazer music uh, or let's let's do some classic rock and sell that even though it doesn't sound at all like classic rock. It's not coming from the same vibe or whatever. It needs to be authentic. It needs to come from who you are and your experiences in life and and what you're dealing with and how you've come up and so on. But the second thing is it needs to go back to something because when I used to listen to guys like The Edge in interviews, you know, as a kid, talk about uh, the music that inspired him, he didn't say, well, it's other bands like us. You know, it's other, it's U2 clones or even bands that, you know, were in the same uh, kind of vein like The Alarm or, you know, something like that. He didn't say that stuff. He said stuff like, well, The Beatles, of course, uh, you know, and things like Miles Davis, you know. And you, uh, you go, wow, really? The, you know, you too? And it's like, yeah. You know, they, they listened to a lot of different music. And so, you know, Bob Dylan became popular, popularizing music that came out of something. And mm. you know, however one feels about that, roots, roots are, are really important. So if you can't really dig into where the music comes from and appreciate that, even though you're adding a new beat to it, if, you, if you've got to cut everything before you off, then I think you're kind of a novelty act. And in, in the end, you're, you're not the, the musician of the future. You're just the musician of, of this moment. Uh, and the moment's gone, <laughs> to quote a song lyric, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, letting go, uh, you know, you, in some way, I, I even wonder, is it, is it even possible to make music without previous knowledge being passed to you or like inspiration being inspired by someone everybody's got somebody they're inspired by you know music is just i guess a, a just a inspired by a scenario where you're always inspired by um your favorite artist and it comes up with you you know so it is is maybe there is a, a, a misconception between like uh you know you know you know you get these objective and subjective bases to a, a conversation so objective means like okay we did this because um 
the the record company said we must do it and it sells and subjects it would be oh, I, I did this because um i'm so bored of that last shit we did can we just i just want to do something different you know so maybe it all depends on you know where it's coming from like you were saying like is it was it real was it authentic like was it something that you were bored you wanted like miles davis was bored of that now he wants to he wants to grow so that's like a that's like a subject of that was his feeling he 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 wanted to go that way there wasn't like a, uh, his neighbors and his friends giving him prayer pressure and he was feeling bad about himself so therefore he decided to change his music style i think that would be no, you can't. You can't thing. ever really think Miles Davis would go that route, right? He, no. he would tell him. Just... He'd tell him where to go really quick. But you know, a yeah. good example of this, I think, also is uh, Lindsey Buckingham. Um, you know, I have mixed feelings about Lindsey Buckingham. You know, as a, as a person, you can't ever read into people's relationships. You know, it's like the Amber Heard Johnny Depp thing. We can't really, no matter what. You know, the idea that we're taking sides, the idea that we can know what really happened with them and who's the bad guy or maybe they're both bad guys, you know, uh, it's 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 impossible to do a, a, every relationship's unique and, and they're always a mystery and we don't know. Mm -hmm. So but I have mixed feelings because of the, you know, the rift between him and Stevie Nicks and uh, and some of the stuff that looks fairly obvious, you know, uh, but. But that said, and, and some of the things he said in public, I have more problems with him because of the things he, the, the comments he's made during interviews. But then I have problems with everyone from Eddie Van Halen on, you know, things they've said about Randy Rhodes or whatever. I'm like, ah, seriously, guys, you know, don't try to take, don't try to claim you invented the internet, you know, and everybody's just copying you. That's, that's not a great move. That said, mm -hmm. Lindsey Buckingham is an amazing guitarist. I mean, you know, his picking style is is phenomenal. Uh, he's a creative powerhouse, and like a lot of creative powerhouses, I don't really think you get to be that way without um, a lot of drama and a lot of potential trauma and a lot of um, other things that come out of who you are that people might find might make uh, normal people or people that don't make anything uncomfortable, right? So, hmm. so when they did rumors, of course, that was their big blow it out of the of the water album that just you know hmm. super platinum that kind of thing. And of course, rumors is a a feat of artistry that's that's never been topped. It's unparalleled. But right after that, um, he Lindsey Buckingham sort of pushed the band really hard uh, to make Tusk. And his point was, I don't want to make another Rumors. Everybody's expecting more of the same. It's sort of like when a Moody Blues album came out and it was different. Yeah, you guys can tell that I, I <laughs> what era of music I like. But but Moody Blues, uh, some of their albums do sound quite a bit alike. And there's a lot of pressure from studios and from fans and even from the other members of the band to make an album that sounds like the last album. You know, the members of Pink Floyd talk about that a lot. And uh, Lindsey Buckingham said, you know, I want to do something really different that we haven't done before. I want to be experimental. I want to try something new. It's always an experiment. It's a risk. And, uh, and the audience will adapt. Maybe not immediately, but they will. So they made Tusk. And Tusk was, mm -hmm. oh, it was massively panned. People threw all kinds of crap at it. Uh, and, you know, the rest of the band was embarrassed, which is human. 
so in a way, they were kind of crappy to, to Lindsay too. And, uh, and so he, he took the blame for pushing them in that direction, pushing them to experiment and try something new. And it took maybe 10 years. And after about 10 years, uh, Tusk was hailed in places like Rolling Stone and, and by those who are sort of the, the tastemakers who initially rejected it, hailed as one of the most innovative albums of an era, of a generation even. Uh, and it, Cutting Edge did some things that have never been done, really uh, experimental and different and, uh, uh, and creative. And, you know, not what they said at the time, like, what the heck is this? We wanted another pop beat, you know, a, a nice melody like, uh, like Rumors. Uh, and so I, I think if people don't uh, keep pushing, it's not that he severed himself from the root, getting back to our topic either. He didn't go and reject Rumors and say, you know, mm. we're not a pop band. I don't want to do this. He simply said the next step building on that doesn't necessarily look like the previous step. And I think that's the problem with rejecting a previous form of music, whether it's different bands or a different era, in order to accept a new, is you can't look at it as steps building on each other, like notes in a song build to a crescendo. You can't, you can't look at it that way. And that's unfortunate because I think that costs us a lot of the appreciation of music. Hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot of bands out there that have done this. I mean, I was just thinking, you know, before we had this conversation, uh, what bands can I think of that could be cool examples to this? You know, um, there's this band Paramore, like they like this punk pop rock type of uh, chick singer bar band very good their, their earlier stuff is very awesome uh and fresh and then they really it what felt for me is their their later stuff afterwards was way more it seemed uh still very good ex excellently produced but very much i felt the 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 this is for the radio stations vibe you know you get a lot of bands out there that they have their radio station song you know, um, it was way different to what they originally started with. Uh, even like bands like uh, like a, a band like Metallica, they were uh, thrash, and then they, you know, after uh, one of their biggest uh, albums, Black, they went to this other kind of genre, more like country rock genre, and then now they then they changed their minds, and then they went back to the thrash type of vibe. Um, also, like. The Beastie Boys was also like a punk vibe. And then they went into a bit of a rap, you know, taking right. on the hip hop and the, you know. So it's like, I, I, I don't know. I guess, you know, I mean, if they didn't do those things, we wouldn't have the, the awesome music that they produced. So it's really awesome that they did do those changes because now we have that music. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I suppose I, I, I always wonder, like, I wonder where did that come from, those, those decisions? Like, was it this uh, Lindsey Buckingham type of... Uh, you know, direction. I suppose so, as it's just a similar, similar direction. Well, you know, I, yeah. I don't listen to much rap. Uh, I, I can't stand most of it, but yeah. I got to say that That's if it wasn't I don't, for, I don't really listen to much rap, yeah. But if it wasn't for the Beastie Boys, you know, I, I probably would never have even considered it. And, uh, you know, I've, mm. uh, mm. listening to some of that music, I've thought, you know, there's something here uh, that, that attracts me. And so sometimes our entry point 
I think, is when a band tries something new that's outside the box. Somebody, some old school rappers could throw crap at them and say, you know, those are not OGs. Those guys, you know, they, uh, they're just riding the wave, etc. But on the other hand, you know, they contributed their own uh, beat to it. And I, I, really, I really dug that. Um, it makes me think of um, Neil Peart uh, when he basically quit the band and almost quit the band a couple of times, you know, in the argument with Getty Lee saying, uh, hey, Rush is a, uh, it's a, it's supposed to be a guitar and bass and drums band. And yeah, sure, the keyboards and everything, but we're not a synthesizer band. We're not supposed to be all electronic music and all keyboards, etc. And, uh, you know, I'm really glad that he pushed back and that that collaboration sometimes means saying no. It doesn't mean, hey, always embrace whatever's new, always go in any new direction. Like if they said, hey, you know what? We're all male. Let's just become a boy band and do like boy band pop or something like that. Like I'm really glad they didn't do that because that would have sure been outside the box. But that that uh, tension between Neil, say, who wrote has written some of the most amazing lyrics on the planet, between Neil and Getty gave us some extraordinary music. And I don't personally care for the albums where Rush gets too heavy into the keyboards, uh, etc., or, or simulating other instruments with the keyboards. But, you know, it, it made me listen to the music a different way uh, to see that. And I can appreciate a, a lot of that music where Getty won out the argument and got his way. And Neil is still leaning the other direction in the wind. And that sort of tug of war, that tension between them creates its own sound. And so that dialogue uh, between the artists of, you know, which way do we want to go uh, is is kind of cool to me and also produces some creative energy. But I wanted to ask you, uh, a couple of weeks ago, you were telling me about, now, I, I'd never heard of this, and so I, I probably have it wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard of, like, shoegazer music and stuff like that, which doesn't mm-hmm. light my fire. But we were talking about that, and you talked about a band that was using the word progressive or the concept of progressive in a somewhat oh, yeah, different yeah, way. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I grew up with progressive music, uh, and sure, people that like punk throw a lot of crap at it, et cetera, but I really dig that stuff. I really dig Moody Blues, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, King Crimson, all of those bands that do these long, symphonic, not three-minute, uh, I get, I get the punk movement. I really, I like some of that stuff, and I, I get the idea of doing a three-minute, simple power chord song, knocking out a key idea and staying on one thread. I get it. But I also, that doesn't stop me from liking a 17-minute song where, you know, there's all kinds of different movements in it the same way there there might be in, you know, in a symphony. Uh, And that's progressive music to me. But you were talking about somebody using this term in a completely different way, calling themselves progressive now, which isn't meaning that, and sort of rejecting everything else. Can you tell us a bit more about, like, can you tell that story again? Wow. I, I I was I was think I, I think it was on along the lines of one of the members of this modern band at the moment, uh, Polyphia. Mm. Uh, he they were cracking some jokes on um, on uh, an old style of of guitaring. Uh, I think the one guy called them boomers. Like mm. when you're uh, when you're we do a lot of bands like these bluesy bands the band yeah and, the, uh, uh, you know I, I the david saying, gilmore <laughs> I, I hope i'm getting this this story right yeah. so if i'm wrong well 
enjoy the wrong story, but I, I think, I think <laughs> we it's do right. enjoy the wrong story. I think it's correct. <laughs> I, th I think it's correct. Um, he was uh, he 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 was incredibly talented guitarist from a very young age. So he was doing all these banding stuff, all this band technique, the the bluesy bands, the boomers, the whatever uh, stuff when he was young so he felt like it needed to go his music needed to go in a different direction mm. and um because of that he started to reject the the boomer bands you know and they're doing um, like so sweet picking as a replacement they're basically he, saying now oh, what's really cool now is sweet picking instead of bad yes yes so sweet picking or tapping or like a, you know some percussive elements into the guitaring and all that mm. so it is kind of a movement away from that so um but yeah, then some, I, th I think he wasn't, uh, the, the overall story was, no, he's not rejecting banding, you know, guitar bands, just that particular sound that guitar bands give. Yeah. So then, of course, the, the, the reaction to that on the internet was pretty explosive and a lot of guys like, uh, 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 I think it was all the, you know, all the, all the superstar YouTube guys, um, uh, 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 Red Skull and um, Rick Beato, uh, I think they were actually involved in this whole thing. And um, yeah, it was just about, okay, well, you know, we're all boomers. We all, we know nothing else. I mean, what else is there to guitaring? You pick up the guitar and you start, you know, you start banding and you start jamming. That's what guitaring is. So uh, it's difficult for some people to, to see a style of music without something in it, you know? Yeah or the vision forward it's kind of yeah. funny because uh i mean to reject an entire technique no, but on the other hand you know we're probably going farther hopefully than what he was doing but you know i like some of the the new there is a movement of um a percussive guitarists you know the guitar is a percussive instrument you know mm. it's so's the piano for that matter a hammer strikes a string it's not like a harp where you sit there and you know pluck it right and uh, but the guitar mm. is sort of the best of both worlds. You get the the mix of the harp and the percussion part of it, and mm. yeah, you know, tapping or or even just uh, using the the body of the guitar as well, and all kinds of other percussive. Heck, a hammer on is a percussive a percussive technique. The mm. I I like some of the ultra percussive uh, stuff I'm seeing. Uh, some of the the kids, and I when I say kids, I mean anybody that's half my age, <laughs> you know, uh, it doesn't matter how you might, I'm not a kid. Yeah. You are to me, <laughs> but, uh, the, the kids are doing all that percussive stuff and I, I dig it. But if it means that in order to embrace that, I have to reject, I, I can't listen to Mark Knopfler anymore. <laughs> you know, I have to reject an, an obvious technique of the guitar, which is, you know, bending and, and, uh, other, other non-percussive techniques, I think that's unnecessarily limiting the scope. Um, and, you know, it's kind of funny that it gets it, for, to label it booming or, or uh, boomer stuff. You know, it isn't just boomers that do that. I mean, you know, but but aside and it uh, and honestly, uh, it's not really boomers that where that originates, you know, for the most part uh, at all. Uh, and if, if one really looks at where it comes from, you almost got to reject blues and uh, in order to, to do that. And I, I don't know what you do if you reject blues. You know, like where, 
what are we even doing now? I mean, we might as well just say I reject popular music and I've invented popular music anew and there's nothing before me. And that's what I mean by, I don't mean that that's what they're saying, but I mean, that's what I yeah. mean by um, the idea of you have to clear the table in order to, to build anything new. It doesn't make sense to me. It's you build with, if not loyalty, mm. but with a sense of legacy uh, and a sense of continuity uh, with what's there. I mean, if, if it were really maybe, new, you'd maybe throw out the guitar the and invent your own instrument, you know, like, like how, mm. you know, you, you wouldn't use your fingers to play the guitar, you know, like it would, it just gets absurd at some point. Mm. Yeah. It sounds like, yeah, I think that's pretty much probably where he was coming from, where they were coming from. Embracing it and, and then just taking it to a new level, but without using it much. But anyway, it's all about the, the, you know, do you reject the old to take on the new or do you mold with it or. Yeah, man, it's just pretty interesting. There's a lot to talk about actually. Hey? Yeah. Well, mm. uh, what's the, what's the oldest old school music that, that you listen to? Maybe we wind up this episode with, with that. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, are you listening to the, the, the Baroque music of of uh <laughs> king louis the sun king's royal court or you know lolly or what are you listening to <laughs> uh you know I, I i've been teaching a lot of um i teach a lot uh, when i'm teaching I, I i i listen to a lot of stuff that's not really by my choice as well and i end up stumbling upon stuff that i would have never listened to you know um and uh at the moment um uh i'm enjoying this like a uh, danza basarela spanish kind of guitaring mm. uh um jorge morgal or something like that he's an excellent guitarist just that's i mean you you were just mentioning what am i listening to that's pretty old well mm. damn that's pretty old mm. uh um yeah but uh as far as i i mean this i can always just enjoy putting on some um you know, uh, just some chilled out old blues, yeah. Hendrix sixties type of ops, you know, smokestack lightning I mean, howling doesn't, type stuff. For, for me, I, when I mention old music, the sixties music to me is not old. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not from that era, but yeah, you know, I love the sixties music. I love, I love the whole, you know, uh, that Woodstock, um, repertoire of bands. You know, yeah, Woods, Woodstock '69. All those bands are good to listen to. Like Can't I say, I'm about. I'm open to anything that has roots and continuity. So I'm I'm listening all yeah. over the map. You know, today I was listening to some uh, uh, Romany music, and uh, you know I've got on my short list. I've got everything from Parliament Funkadelic uh, to you know Howlin' Wolf to. Uh, uh, Marin Marais and you know I mean that goes way back <laughs> mm -hmm. you know uh, to uh, some people might call that classical technically it's not it's Baroque uh, but whatever it's Baroque mm -hmm. dude it's mm -hmm. not classical at all hey, you get you get your terminology right it's like <laughs> it's Baroque <laughs> here here take it <laughs> anyway uh, yeah well this is a great episode I like this idea this concept of yeah. uh, not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. 
I mean, maybe the baby, but, mm. you know, you don't have to dump the <laughs> bathtub also, you know. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys uh, on the next episode. Enjoy. Hope yeah. you had fun. Oh, by the way, visit guitarrealm.com. Thank <laughs> you.